You are listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. but we have your virtual hot mug of chocolate and fireplace right here. I'm Jack Ward from the world's largest and longest-running showcase of modern audio drama, The Sonic Society, here with my co-host, David Alt. Yes, good morning, everyone. And this week, our feature is from an alternate universe with the cassette recordings of Within the Wires, written by Jeffrey Cranor and Janina Mathewson. Our double feature with Season 1, Cassette 1, Stress, Shoulders, and Cassette 2, Anxiety, Stomach, Begin right here on the Sonic Society. Welcome to the Relaxation Study. This 10 cassette series will guide you towards relaxation, focus, and total body awareness. Listen to these guides with authorized headphones provided to you by the Institute's security team. These cassettes will help to further understand how your body works from top down, mind to matter. My voice will guide you through these exercises. You will trust only my voice and your body to which you are servant. Listen. Remember. Comprehend. If you listen carefully to each recorded session, you may find information in these cassettes useful to you in your daily life. The object is to listen, to remember, and to comprehend. Before you start the study, find a private spot, alone, away from your unit mates and security nurse, far from disruptive sounds such as telephone booths and redress sirens. These cassettes are to be listened to free of external interference. Cassette 1. Reducing Stress. Side A. Weight of the World. Start with a breathing exercise. As you inhale through your nose, feel your breath behind your eyes. Feel the cool air flow below your forehead. Feel it hover under the top of your skull. Feel it slip down your neck, across your shoulders and into your lungs. Breathe in now. Breathe out slowly through your mouth. Feel the air, now stale, now used, rush from your lungs. Feel your body relax as it lets go of the air, freeing it from the temporary prison of your ribs. Breathe in. Breathe out. Continue breathing and listen. Envision the air as a liquid just like the first time you swam. This was before you were born, when you were floating, unaware, fluid within and without your body. You breathed it just fine. You don't remember any of this. You shouldn't remember any of this. Inhale the thick liquid through your nose and out through your mouth. You don't remember the loud thrum of another's body, 
a mother's body noisily soothing your unwitting transition into a conscious and sentient creature. You are again breathing liquid, your lungs a milk-soaked yellow cake. Draw liquid in and out. Feel it bubbling in your chest. Listen to the breaths. Who is that breathing right now? Is it you? Is it your own breathing you're hearing? Are you certain? Imagine there is another, someone standing just over your shoulder, breathing in, breathing out. A hand touches your right shoulder, pressing you down gently as if to keep a balloon from lifting out of gravity. Think about moist yellow cake. Breathe in and out. Feel your shoulders rise and tense and lower and relax. Feel them wax and wane, two helpless moons. Listen to the sound of the other breathing in unison with your own. You will learn to trust my voice. You will learn to trust my voice. Feel a breath from just behind you. You smell its caffeine acidity, its umami and metal musk through cotton lips. You know these breaths. How do you know them? How do you know them? The hand on your shoulder lifts away. You are alone. You are fine. No one is with you. Who would be with you? You are probably alone. Continue breathing as you receive subliminal instructions embedded in this music. One more deep breath. And exhale. Are you in the same place you were before? No, you're not. The earth has moved. The clock has changed. You are older and far from where you were before you began this cassette. This is relative, of course. The important thing is that you continue breathing. Let us begin an autogenic stress relief exercise. Make sure you are in a standing position, your feet planted firmly underneath you, hip width apart, your knees straight but relaxed. Say aloud the following. My shoulders are stone. My shoulders are stone. My shoulders are sod. My shoulders are sod. Hold your shoulders up beside your ears, tense and angry. Lower your shoulders. Let them slip back down like beads of water on the side of a chilled glass. Let your right shoulder fall away. Say aloud, my right shoulder slides down my ribs to my waist. It is free now, but separate from my body, it is meaningless. It is just a shoulder, out of context, lying upon the ground. My shoulder is useless and alone. Say all of that aloud. 
Good. Now say aloud, my left shoulder is in its place. It does not miss my right shoulder because it did not know my right shoulder had ever existed. And now it is separate and alone, lying upon the ground, and it is not missed the way a brother or sister is not missed, because after age ten there are no brothers or sisters, and before age ten nothing can be remembered. Say all of that aloud. Can something be re-remembered? Can it? It cannot. Why are you here? What do you miss? Who do you miss? Say aloud, my right shoulder returns to my body. My right shoulder returns to my body. Feel your shoulders. They are unmoved by your heaving breaths. My shoulders are stone. My shoulders are sod. Inhale. Exhale. Open your eyes. You have done well completing your first breathing and autogenic exercise. How did you feel? How do you feel now? Did you remember experiences you never had? People you do not know? Or maybe you do know them. Maybe you just forgot. Before continuing to side B, please fill out the cassette one side A questionnaire and submit it to the security nurse before your dosages. In side A. Cassette one side B. Shoulders and giants. Now you will begin a visualization for stress reduction. Lie down. Think of each muscle in your body. Count them all quietly to yourself. Close your eyes. You are in a forest. The forest is large and you are small. The forest is immense and you are tiny. You are in mid-air and you see several things at once. To be more specific, you see the same thing iterated many times. You are an insect with complex eyes and simple desires. You are erratic and frenetic. What little wind winds its way through leaves lifts and twists you into new directions. You are naked. You are alone. You are fine. You feel fine. You cannot see your own nakedness, for you cannot move your head to look down. Never look down. You see every sight iterated many times, but you do not see yourself. You are uncertain if it will rain. You are uncertain how you are floating, or flying. You see a child. She is iterated many times. The girl is much larger than you. As you drift close to her, you see her smaller details, giant and iterated many times, swirling valleys of the skin atop her palms, 
You see the crevices and gorges of her inner knuckles and the milky half-moons inside her fingernails. You see long eyelashes swaying like shadows of corn, flicking up and down over white eyes with their narrow pink rivers and great brown rings. You move in all directions. You move left to right. You move up and down. Your body whispers. You do not hear it. Her hands move to you and you feel a muted clap and it is dark. You breathe. In. Out. You breathe. In her hands, it is quiet, and you can smell the ocean. You see slivers of orange-red light between her fingers. You move in all directions, but you cannot move far. Your body cries out. You do not hear it. Her hands begin to open. Her fingers wrap tight around you and light pours over your body. The sun sees you, but it does not care. You see her nose, wet nostrils over a vermilion archway with columns of eggshell teeth. You breathe. The child breathes. You feel her breath on you as you flutter, flustered in her fingers. You see the child's shoulders, linen draped and slight. You feel your own shoulders, stained glass wings above an exoskeleton. A bird stops above on a branch. You see it many times in your kaleidoscope mind. The bird eyes you, unmoving, unmoved. The child rolls you in her enormous fingers. She studies you. You breathe. She breathes. She enjoys touching your many spiny legs and your bulbous eyes. Through her touch, you understand her. You absorb her thoughts. She is alone. She has brothers and sisters, but only for two more years. She does not know her parents. No one knows their parents. No one should know their parents. You understand suddenly that she once had a caretaker place a palm on her shoulder, the weight of it pressing upon her as if to keep a balloon from lifting out of gravity. The hand, which comforted and calmed, left her head quickly, apologetically, acknowledging its mistake, and her shoulder felt cool and sore in its absence. You understand that the child digs holes and buries toys for future treasure. She breaks off branches and calls them batons or wands, the wizard conductor of nature's symphony. She asks without speaking, Why are you different? What is it you say you do? Why are you here? She sees your many colours, mostly shades of green and purple pulsing aurora-like on your black thorax. She notes your hair, tiny and ubiquitous, hardly noticeable until she looks closely. She sees the beauty of the body you cannot see, you struggle to escape. Your body exclaims things she cannot hear. The child worships beauty. She knows exactly what is beautiful because no one has yet told her she is wrong. She holds you firmly in her fingers, breathing into your body and inhaling it back into her own. 
She turns you about, seeking a better view through the keyhole. Your body shudders. Your many legs push against her skin. The bird watches you still. The bird watches you. The bird is still. You see the bird iterated many times. You feel your shoulders pulling away from your body. Two of the child's fingers hold you firmly with intention, the way she herself has never been held, in a way she wants to be held, to be seen. Two other fingers pull at your shoulders, your wings. Your body wants to keep itself intact. Your body does not like its parts to depart. Your body wants to be whole. This is what all bodies want. She knows this, too. But the child's fingers grip and squeeze and rip your wings from you. Your body screams things no one can hear. And in a pop, your body becomes silent and slack. You hear nothing more. You feel nothing more. You can see your shoulders, your wings stuck to the child's thumb and forefinger. You see parts of yourself you have never seen. You see them iterated many times. They are stained glass teardrops. Your feet push and press against the child's fingers, but her soft pads of skin give up nothing. You grow tired, less compelled. You are stuck between fingertips spiraling with her own unique pattern. The child looks closely at your wings and then back at you. The bird looks only at you. The child sees you for what you are and she loves you. She does not hate herself for dismantling your body. She does not regret what she has done, but she understands if you do. She presses her fingertip and thumb, the ones with your wings, together and apart, together and apart, together and apart. The wings stick to one fingertip and then to the other, and then back to the other. She wishes for a hand again upon her shoulder and blows your wings like a kiss to the wind. She lays you, exhausted and free, upon a rock. You cannot move, or you do not move. You see the rock's grey horizon. It is the same forever in every direction. The child skips away. The bird lands on the rock beside you. Its body is perpendicular to your own. It stands in full silhouette. It does not see you for what you are. It sees you for what you are about to be. Its empty slack eyes and long black beak cocked sideways. It does not move, only stares. You count the seconds that pass. The bird still stands and stares. The bird stares and stands still. You begin to move towards the constant grey horizon. You crawl without feeling toward the rock's edge. You see the trees above you, the rock below you. You see the bird, a hollow black statue. You try to leave the rock, but with a twist 
and a twitch too quick to predict the bird jerks its face towards yours. You are inside of it. It is dark. You hear breathing that is not your own. You smell grass and vinegar. You are moving. You are walking. You walk on two feet. You are human. You can see your feet moving one in front of the other below you. A cold light ahead. A rectangle. Stark, fluorescent dearth. It is a corridor. It is a familiar corridor. It is the corridor of the Institute. Behind you is your assigned room. There are doors ahead along your left and your right. Listen. You count the doors. Remember, there are five doors along your right. Each is white. One, two, three, four, five. Count the white doors. Comprehend. You enter the fifth door. You do this in the future. Remember this door. Why am I telling you this? Why are you here? Listen. Remember. Comprehend. Visualization exercise complete. You may open your eyes. You have completed cassette one towards relaxation and total self. Cassette two will commence once standard diagnostics have been approved and schedule confirmation is issued by your security nurse. End side B. Within the Wires is written by Jeffrey Craner and Janina Mathewson and performed by Janina Mathewson with original music by Mary Epworth. Find more of Mary's music at maryepworth.com. Within the Wires is a production of Night Vale Presents. Check out our other podcasts, Welcome to Night Vale and Alice Isn't Dead. Both are available on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Okay, our time is done. It's you time now. Time to draw a bath, play some music, and light an aromatic candle. Today's scented candle is... Woodchuck making pancakes. Today's relaxing music is... Whole note for solo bassoon. Today's bath is filled with... Cereal milk. Hello, iPod broadcast listeners. My name is Meg, and I am one of the esteemed tri-hosts of the beloved iBroad Good Morning Night Vale. I, along with my hilarious friends, fellow Night Vale actors, passionate eaters, and soft-hitting journalists, Symphony Sanders and Hal Lovelin, are now over 100 episodes into our deep dive recap show of Welcome to Night Vale. We've tackled topics like soft meat crown head cannons, Cecil's fashion, and whether Steve Scones were really all that terrible, plus behind-the-scenes stories from the Night Vale creative family. And we've heard from listeners like you about queer representation, Night Vale named pets, major theories, minor questions, and of course, best and worst practices for, um, alternative spa therapy services. If you know, you know. Check out Good Morning Night Vale every other Thursday, wherever you get your eye broads, eye casts, pod broads, and podcasts. I think I like pod broads the best. I'm a real pod broad myself. 
from PRX. Welcome to Cassette 2 on your journey to understanding, to being understood, to relaxation and total body freedom. In this cassette, we will explore inside you. Indeed, we are always exploring you. You are here to be explored and to explore. It is not dangerous. No one needs to get badly hurt. Listen to the things I say, for they are crucial to your freedom. Remember what you learn, for what you learn is a path. Comprehend your instructions, for they shall guide you truly. Listen to this cassette in your own assigned room. Close the door. You do not need to think about redress sirens and who is being sent to the extensive studies lab or what is being done there. This cassette is about calm. Lie down on your bed. Make sure you are alone in your room. And now we will begin Cassette 2, Side A, Calming Anxiety. Close your eyes. Breathe in. Feel the air enter your chest. Feel your stomach atop your other organs, which are atop your spine, which is parallel to the ground. Keep your eyes closed, but open another eye. An eye inside your mind and outside your body. Let yourself see what you have not seen before. Let yourself think what you have not thought before. Breathe out. Keep your eyes closed. Keep the eye that is your mind open. The eye that is your mind is outside your body. It floats above your head seeing what you cannot see. It sees you too. It looks at your face. Feel the prickle in your forehead as your skin recognises that it is being observed. Feel the eye upon your belly. Feel the pulses in your gut, your veins vibrant highways around and away from your stomach. Breathe into your stomach, your gut. Feel the gentle press of someone's fingers upon your abdomen. Feel the skin bristle at the intrusion, but do not open your eyes. You are alone. Say aloud, my body is alone. My body is alone. The fingers press and retreat, your skin constricting and relaxing. Feel your blood slow. Smell the fading musk of your cooling skin, your stomach being softly caressed. This is not to calm your body, but to digitally observe it. There is no reason why we can't have both pleasure and understanding. The Institute is interested in your physical well-being. You are completely safe here. Say aloud, my body is safe. My body is safe. Let the eye that is your mind linger on your face, ignoring the face of the one who stands above you. There is no one else standing near you. Linger on the slant of your eyebrows on the brown of your eyes, on the width of your nose, 
On the scar on your chin, the long, thin scar. The scar is your childhood. It is the skip in your feet and the joy in your heart as you ran. The shock in your mind and the pain behind your eyes as you fell. The scar is your body reminding you it has always been there. You were careless then. You were free. What an entertaining word, free. Say aloud the word free. Inhale. Say it again. Exhale as you say it. You felt free and safe. You thought you could run forever without harm. You thought you could sing out loud. You thought you could fly, just about. And so you ran as fast as you could. You ran for sheer joy. You ran through trees and past fences and over streams, your body letting you know that it would always be there with you. And then you tripped and fell, and the world of freedom through which you had been running ceased to exist and blood pooled upon the ground, reminding you that your body would not always be there with you. If that is how you got that scar, if you even have a scar there, I don't know. How would I know? I'm just a voice on a cassette. On a standard issue, relaxation, cassette. Inhale. Feel the air flow through your chest, through your stomach and your intestines. Feel it wash over your liver, your kidneys, and your spleen. Feel it caress your appendix. The air you inhale seeps through the spaces between your organs. It trickles along your bones. It fills you up until you are more air than person, rising from the ground slowly, 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 slowly rising. You are above the Institute now, and you can see it as a whole being, as an arc of interconnected white rectangles, a boxy crescent moon. Inside there are rooms and corridors and wardens and security teams. Inside there is you and… and no, no one else. You cannot see anyone else. You can only feel them. High up. You only see the building, and the path that leads away from it into the forest, heading to the south. You see the forest, dark and dense. You see the river, a scar running from the mountains in the east toward a harbour in the southwest. And still you rise. You see the edges of the forest. You see fields speckled with tiny dots, cows horses. From this height it does not matter. You see the grey smudge of a city in the distance. There are people in the city, but from this distance, individual humans are merely abstract concepts, like cells. At the edges of the land, at the edges of the world, you can see the ocean. Exhale. 
Exhale and let the air that leaves you take with it the toxins in your lungs, your organs. The damp, warm air leaves your mouth in a dull hiss. You are in a strange place, a new place, and you are anxious. Let the air that leaves you take with it the anxious bubbles that have been crowding your stomach. Let it leave you calm. The air you exhale rises above you and pushes you down. You are like a leaf falling from a tree, falling softly, falling gently, slowly spiralling down, 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 down. You can no longer see the ocean or the smudge that was the city. You watch the fields for as long as you can until they too are gone. The mountains that a moment ago seemed so small rise above you, but just for a moment before they are hidden by the trees. You see the institute grow larger below you, its angular kidney shape showing shingles and billowing exhaust stacks. You wonder what is burning, but that is the wrong question. The roof dissolves at your touch and you float back into your room and still the air is leaving your body. It pushes you to the ground, and the floor dissipates at your touch. You sink through concrete and stone until you find soft, loamy earth. You see ants burrowing along tunnels. You see worms pushing along through the earth, through you. Inhale. Exhale. With each breath you rise, ocean, and fall, soil, rise, mountains, and fall, insects. With each breath you relax a little more, unfurl each muscle, are you holding tension in your shoulders? Let it go. Are you holding tension in your calves? Breathe and let it go. Are you holding tension in your toes? Relax and let it go. Once more, in and out. Open your eyes. You are alone. Your room is empty. Do not close the eye that is in your mind. Never close the eye that is in your mind. You will need that eye. You have completed your breathing exercise. Before continuing to side B, please note down the degree to which each of your muscles is now relaxed and report this number to your security nurse. In side A. Set to side B. Turn the stomach. Close your eyes. Breathe in and out. In through your nose. In until there is no more room. In until you are completely full of air. Out through your mouth. Out until your body strains. Out until there is not a gasp or gap left in you. 
Breathe in and out. Keep your eyes closed. Open only the eye that is your mind. See yourself alone in your assigned room. But see that another eye is looking now from high in the top corner of the room. It sees in black and white. It records everything. It does not blink. It does not sleep. Watch the eye watching you. It watches you in many places, in many times. The eye watches you in an earlier time, a different place. In a cobbled square as you sat having coffee, or having tea. The detail is unimportant to the eye. It was probably important to you at the time. The eye sees you were young, full of energy, that you could have been dancing and shouting, but you were not. There were books open in front of you and you were reading them. You were writing down what you read. You were still. You were mostly still. It was your right foot that gave you away. The eye sees the rest of your body focused on studying while your foot tapped, fidgeted and wandered off on its own adventures, running through fields, dancing down pathways. The eye watches from a distance, from a time. It watches you in black and white. It knows who you are. It sees the dark cloud of your hair. It sees your shoulders, linen-clad and slight. It sees that you were curious and that you saw no reason why your curiosity might not be answered. It has always watched you like this. It still does. You feel fingers pressing against your abdomen now. Your eyes remain closed. It watches as you looked up from your books for a moment. You looked up from your books for what was supposed to be just a moment. It would have been just one small moment, but... But you saw something. Someone. The eye sees that you saw someone. The eye is curious. The eye wants to know why you are looking at this someone. She was slightly older than you. She was twenty, at least. You saw the dark cloud of her hair and her shoulders, bare and strong. You had seen her here before, but you had never talked to her. Had you? Had you ever talked to her? Had you talked to her every day, once upon a time, before you were ten? You feel fingers press into your stomach. You feel your heart beating in your gut. You don't remember anything before you were ten. No one remembers anything before they were ten. You cannot remember her. Could not. Cannot. Should not. Do not. You did remember her, but you were unsure where from. Only that she shared the slant of your eyebrows, the brown of your eyes, the width of your nose. She was like you, but also not like you. You wanted to talk to her. The eye sees and suspects. You wanted to talk to her. You would talk to her. You will talk to her. And the eye is curious. The eye wants to know why. The eye wants to know how.
Breathe in and out. You are in the place you are now. The eye in the corner of the room that is not the eye in your mind watches you here now as you listen to my voice. Allow the eye that is in your mind to see what the eye in the corner of the room sees. It sees you. It sees that your eyes are closed. It sees you breathing. It sees gloved fingers feeling about your belly. It sees you are alone. It sees the distance between you and the safety barred window. It sees your thin clothing and your cheap slippers. Indoor slippers. Slippers that are suitable for the rooms and corridors of the Institute. Slippers that would not be suitable for paths, for forests, for rivers or roads. Listen. Pay attention to what the eye does not see. Remember, it does not see the space under the chair, the top of the shelf, the door. It cannot see what you might be keeping under the chair or on top of the shelf. It cannot see who may come in or go out through the door within four feet of it. Comprehend, the eye is not alone. The eye is connected. The eye is connected by electrodes and pulses. Its vision is connected to signals that run up and down wires. It is not the only eye. It is part of a community, part of a network, part of a sprawling web. There are others. There are many others, centrally connected. Each room has one camera, one eye. Each room has one eye. One eye that observes the room. One eye that observes as much of the room as it can. It cannot observe the whole room. Each corridor has two cameras, two eyes. Each long corridor has two eyes. Two eyes that are high, at the ends, too high to see detail, too high to see a person's face. They see figures, they see uniforms, they see security nurses, they see patients, they see coats and smocks. The eyes are not perfect, they see what they see, they record everything. Like all eyes, they can be avoided, they can be fooled. But they are everywhere. One camera in the room you are in. Two cameras in the corridor outside it. Five doors down. You remember? You comprehend? One camera in the next room. Two cameras in the next corridor. One big door with one camera. Listen. Remember. Comprehend. Open the eye that is in your mind and see everything. Breathe. Are you still breathing? We got away from the breathing. Breathe. This is key. If you stop breathing, it is difficult to do other things. Visualization exercise complete. Open your eyes. You are alone. No one is touching your stomach. Remember the exercises. Practice the techniques. Remind yourself of the visualization exercises. There was a hallway in one of the visualization exercises. Do you remember which door you entered in the visualization exercise? 
These exercises are for your own progression. There is no need to discuss what you hear on these cassettes with your unit mates or security nurse. You have completed cassette 2 toward relaxation, understanding and total self. Please fill out the cassette 2 questionnaire. The answers are B, C, D, 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 A, C, A. Cassette 3 will commence once blood work is approved by your security nurse. End side B. Within the Wires is written by Jeffrey Craner and Janina Mathewson, and performed by Janina Mathewson, with original music by Mary Epworth. Find more of Mary's music at maryepworth.com. Within the Wires is a production of Night Vale Presents. Check out our other podcasts, Welcome to Night Vale and Alice Isn't Dead. Both are available on iTunes or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Okay, our time is done. It's you time now. Time to draw a bath, play some music, and light an aromatic candle. Today's scented candle is... The End of Days. Today's relaxing music is... Scratching noises in the walls. Today's bath is filled with... Maple syrup. High above Paris, near the very top of the Eiffel Tower, here an all-new adventure featuring this janitor. I can come? These stagehands. Yuck! Letitia! And this drunken, out-of-control diva. Flattery will get you nowhere except my dressing room. The Orbiting Human Circus in Naughty Till New Year's. Listen now from WNYC Studios and Night Vale Presents. And that's this week's show. Please check for Within the Wires show links at sonicsociety.org. And join us next week as we welcome more great actors and performances with a fantastic new show. Enigmatic as always, David. Until then, I'm Jack <laughs> Ward, back at my master's with a month and a bit left to go. And I'm David Alt, helping to keep everything together while you do. Have a lovely day, everyone. Bye now.
This has been a Sonic Cinema production. Hello, listeners. It's Nadrim 2023. That is the National Audio Drama Scriptwriters Month, where every year on the darkest and shortest month of the year, audio playwriters everywhere take the various challenges. Go to sonicsociety.org and click on Nazrim to accept your challenge today.